You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Outspoken, our hey, holiday show. This is a very special it show. Is special. Hey, I know you're out there. You maybe you just got done unwrapping gifts. If mm-hmm. you if you celebrate Christmas, whatever holiday extravaganza you enjoy, yeah. now it's time to sit back and, and listen. listen. We have a special special thing for you. We're d- we're talking to a few of our uh, past guests, some of our favorite people, some of our favorite favorite people. Yeah, and they're sharing different interviewees of the past. They're mm-hmm. sharing their. Holiday memories. Yeah. So. Favorites. And sometimes n- maybe not so favorites on some. Uh, maybe the worst. maybe a little scandalous on others. Uh-oh. Wait I for Damon. I'm just saying. Just <laughs> wait for Damon. Um, but it's exciting. It so is. sit back. We're going to just give you some of the, the most entertaining holiday memories with our guest's favorite songs. And this first one, speaking of, this is appropriate, music-wise. Mm. Music-wise. To have our first memory with Camille Bloom. Yes, and she's going to sing live for us a song she did specifically for us. So sit back, enjoy your holidays, and uh, we'll talk real soon. You know what? We've been having so much fun on our holiday show and having some amazing guests, some past guests, some new guests, some people we've had on just briefly that uh, we had a lot of fun on. And and that's kind of what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. We have uh, musicians that we tend to get fixated on. (laughs) We'll just say that. And we are fixated on Camille Bloom. If you listen to our show, you know that we've been we've met her. We've seen her play live. I have her newest CD. Uh, She's amazing. And I'm so excited that she is taking part of our holiday show. So, Camille, are you there? 
I am. <gasps> Hi. Hello, Hi. our friend. We'll Hello. just we'll just call you our friend because you know all we have to do is meet you once, and we're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> we're besties. That's all it takes, one time, right? I, that's how I feel. Yeah, I feel right. Like you already. It's 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 a true thing. So, <laughs> thank you for taking time in our holiday show where we're sharing some of our guests' favorite holiday memories, whatever that is, from adulthood, from childhood, from whatever. Would you like to share one of yours with us? Sure. Well. I will say this. I had an interesting um, mom who was an interior designer. And so when we did Christmas, we did Christmas decorations. Uh Um, She was, I would say, I felt like she made the most beautiful atmosphere of any of the houses I'd been in. But um, it was always only white lights and red velvet ribbons and um, very, very very classic and and beautiful. and um, really, my favorite holiday memory is the anticipation of Christmas morning, like for oh, weeks, yeah. seeing presents that would sort of magically appear and um, how hard it was to sleep the night before, knowing oh, yeah. that I would wake up and there would probably be extra presents under the tree. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's all about the anticipation of Christmas and the beauty of Christmas lights and, um, and also the smell of breakfast. Uh, because those were always special occasions when we'd have a really big breakfast right. and I could wake up early and smell breakfast. Oh, yum. And I remember like the planning as a kid of how early could I wake up. Right. Yeah. How early could I make <laughs> the this The only happen? morning you don't want to sleep in as a kid. <laughs> you're right. you wanna, well, I don't know. My nephews uh, yeah. get up at the crack of the oh, yeah. sun. i think that's and that is it is that atmosphere that uh you're right it's that Mm -hmm. that crackle in the air of the excitement Mm -hmm. oh now i'm excited and i yeah yeah and i I love your mom for being a interior designer and just (laughs) having the most classy christmas decoration just no we're doing it this way (laughs) sounds sounds like my kind of because my house was a hot decoration i'm just gonna gonna now actually and so the other thing we're asking our guests and we thought what better thing to ask camille bloom is we're asking for favorite holiday songs and i believe we have one that you were going to perform for us uh in the hour as well and what song is that It's so cheesy, but it's walking in a winter wonderland. (gasps) No, I love the song. It's also my favorite song to harmonize to. That's exactly it. Right? It's the harmonies that make it so fun. And so Galen and I are going to sing it for you. Oh, okay. Now, see, I'm already in the holiday spirit. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. So without further ado, we'll let our listeners listen to Walking in a Winter Wonderland. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. And next on our amazingly warm and cozy holiday memory show, we are welcoming one of our favorite guests uh, back to the studio. Now we'll get him two times in one month. It is, of course, uh, our favorite and yours, Damon L. Jacobs. Damon, Damon are how you are you? Happy holidays, boys with a Z. Hello, hi, hi, sir. Hi. So this is this is the fun show. You know, we get to you know kick back in our snuggies, have our hot cocoa and marshmallows by the fireplace, and talk to our favorite people about a time of year when we hopefully get to do what makes us happy, which is spend time with our share memories yeah. and celebrate each other. So, Damon, tell us about what some of your favorite memories are of the holiday season. 
Well, first of all, I, 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 I wish I was there to, to be in Snuggies by the fireplace. You totally should be. Come on over. Eat, eat bad food together. That's fun. <laughs> I agree. But uh, I want to say that, I, for me anyway, the holidays particularly are not unique in terms of how I interact or, or live in the world. I really think that every day is an opportunity to celebrate and practice generosity and empathy and love and play with each other. And I think this year especially is pertinent for that because we need to be focused. And Mm -hmm. I think we're going to want to be focused on ways to integrate the sort of warm and fuzzy feeling and help each other with this during all times of the year for the next four years, not specifically to the holidays. And I think sometimes and some people listening to us may be listening thinking, well, damn, I don't, I don't, there's, I don't have a community, or, or right. I, don't, I don't really feel good this year. Or I, I, I can't be around my family because we're having a lot of tension and conflict right now. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say to those folks that, from my own experience, you can have a lot of fun and really make the holidays meaningful, even if you're not around yes. family, mm-hmm. friends, or loved ones. And here's yes. how. What a beautiful message, because I know for a lot of us... Um, coming out has made holidays hard for us and you yeah. know it's I not mean, it was the magical bef- time that it's supposed to be really <laughs> it was hard before and it, it just got harder <laughs> exactly so i love it that i, I hear an that. action plan in damon's voice though yeah. hear, oh yeah i hear a <laughs> map <laughs> and, <laughs> and i need the map we got a plan here folks <laughs> give me the map i need that map okay well first of all you've heard me say this before but i mean now especially more than ever at this time of year there are no shoulds and I really mean getting serious about that this time of year. There's no should about who you should be around or who you should not be around or who to give gifts to or who not to, where to spend money, how to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have shoulds and you could have these rigid and inflexible attachments, but those are usually the crux of suffering, depression, and anger and frustration during the holidays so many people experience. True. And the first thing we want to do, if we want to have peace and joy and fun and play, we just want to forget all that. Just do an experiment and forget <laughs> about the should. Yeah. This is really an opportunity to begin perhaps some new rituals or some new traditions in your life. Try new ways of interacting with people or your community that, that maybe you wouldn't necessarily be motivated to try during the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. One uh, of my, I mean, yeah. this is always so, especially when I was younger in San Francisco, um, and single, this was my favorite time of year, like Christmas, Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving. Those were sometimes some of the best times of the year to go out and yeah. in, um, to a club or a bar or some sort of social gathering. Because a lot of times the people who go out during the holidays or around the holidays are people that are sometimes also feeling kind of displaced, maybe a little at unease a little um, alienated from their friends or from their family. Uh And a lot of times people are more open to socializing or talking or starting a conversation than they normally would be when they've kind of got their guard up during the rest of the year. And I've seen this in different times in different cities that people are sometimes a little more easygoing, relaxed, and open to, to kind of connecting than they normally would be if they're stressed out or in their usual cliques or have their... Uh, noses buried in their phones, right. that they could often be more um, amenable to talking um, during the holiday season. 
Wow. Well, this, there you go. There's your action plan. If you are well, not, he just gave me one because there you go. Go listen, out, Jonathan. I have <laughs> hated the holiday yeah, season, yeah. and you know, not to bring anybody down with my this holiday show. I had not You're been the a fan Grinch, for Jonathan. years, right? <laughs> <laughs> but these are good things. I have never even thought about yeah. going out. It's a good perspective on right? uh, a different it's, way to it's, do it's holiday. It's a different vibe. You know, yeah. I think we often live in spaces and social spaces that are very guarded, and, and yeah. especially gay men be yeah. very guarded yeah. during yeah. the year. Mm-hmm. The well, guard tends to come down a little bit, but I have a cautionary tale about okay. how this can go a little awry that I'd like to share with you guys. <laughs> okay, this is a kind let's of a okay. memory for me. <laughs> this is going to send me back to my I house. I, I'm I, ready. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going back to 1993 when I was 22 and living mm-hmm. in San Francisco, and really my first holiday. That was away from my family and away from school and really on my own as an adult, right? Mm -hmm. So, and and I had to work and I was working in this really, really busy restaurant on Castro Street. So it's like, okay, I couldn't relieve um, or it would have been difficult to leave or get time off. Mm -hmm. So I had to work a lot during the holidays. And like I said, there were a lot of people around that were also working and really wanted to, you know, connect and celebrate. Mm -hmm. Well, on Christmas Eve... 1993, I was hanging out with coworkers at a bar called The Detour, which is no longer there in San Francisco, and met this really hot guy who normally I'd be shy to talk to, but we were all just hanging out, and it all mm-hmm. felt like one big family, so we were all just talking to each other. Me and this guy uh-huh. got along really well. Sure. We started kissing. We mm-hmm. started going further. He invited me to his place. I was Ooh, like, la la. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Hello, happy and holidays. There's a roommate in the house. I know there's a roommate in the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I know down the hall there's someone who else is living there that yeah. I was aware of. But we're getting all hot and heavy, and we're getting all into it, and we're getting naked, and you can imagine what's about to happen. And there's a door that slams downstairs, oh. and the guy jumps up, and he's like, "You gotta go. You gotta go. That's oh, my no. boyfriend. <gasps> he's, he's, he's he was supposed to be gone for Christmas." Oh, no. and, and I thought it was a joke. I thought this doesn't this happens. <laughs> right, this can't be oh. real. <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no seriously, you gotta go. Here's oh your pants. You gotta go." And I'm like, "Oh, come on now. It's Christmas. He's gonna understand." He's like, "No, he's not gonna understand. You, oh. you don't want to get beat up. You really have to leave right now." I'm oh like, my goodness! Oh, real. Wow. So I grab my pants. Right. <laughs> I, I only can like have time to put on my underwear. I don't have time to put on. I'm like holding my clothes going down this hallway, and the roommate's door opens, and he's like, come in here, come in here. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what choice do I have? I either go into right. this person's room, or I go down the stairs where I'm going to come face-to-face with some guy who might want to kill me. Right. I go into the roommate's room, and I turn around, and it is my friend Carl, who I went to school with. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who I actually dated at one point. <laughs> I'm like, Carl, what are you doing? He's like, I knew you were here, and when I heard that door slam, I was like... Oh. I knew I had to get you out of the hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm like, oh, how are you doing? So we ended up catching up, and we ended up having, like, amazing sex, and then spending <laughs> Christmas together. <laughs> that is the that the best is holiday <laughs> memory I have ever oh had. My I'm going to try to have that holiday memory of my I, own please. this year. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the wow. goal. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. So sometimes when you're open, and willing and playful, you can have fun. And sometimes that fun can lead you uh, down a hallway running naked. But other times, you right? know, when one 
door closes, another door opens. Oh, right, yeah. And that's exactly what Christmas has been <laughs> about is, for me. It's a reminder of that ever since. Oh, I just want a Christmas card of that. Please yes. don't accidentally hook up with someone and then later meet your best friend from high school and hook up with them. <laughs> Okay, How first of all, Damon, you never disappoint me, ever. That's amazing. Ever. <laughs> that is my favorite story ever. Ever. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you know, we. It's. It, I hate to even make the transition, but, you know, now we're going to ask you, after that great holiday memory, what is your favorite song you love to listen to this time of year? And we are going to play it for our listeners. You know, you're, it's not a holiday song. It doesn't have uh, to be. A, a song that I think a lot of people will appreciate. It's, it's kind of a theme song okay. of how one might enjoy the holidays in a very independent, spirited way. Oh, I like this. And uh, something that you're going to laugh at. I don't know if your listeners are going to like this, but, but there's a classic song by the Pet Shop Boys. Love them. Called It's a Sin. Oh, my gosh. The listeners will love this. And it's a sin. I think I love it, this. it's... It's it's a rebellious song. Yeah, it's kind of a sexual song, mm-hmm. but it's also saying it's it's a it's a song saying I'm going to reject or at least challenge the messages I've been given uh-huh. if if they're not working for me. You know, the whole song is like saying I went to school, they tried to talk teach me how to be, it didn't work yep. for me, so mm-hmm. I've had to learn how to be myself. Um, for them, it's a sin, but I'm just going to live my life and be my own self, whether they think it's a sin or not. Well, and I've I always love loved it. this song. I loved it when it came out twenty plus. God, almost 30 years ago. Oh, I know, right? And, uh, oh. I, th- I think it holds true for today. And I think that's amazing, and we're so excited. We are definitely we playing are going that to be playing that today. Right now. Damon, thank you so much. As always, I love when you call in. So, it's uh, a, And we'll talk it's to you again very soon. Wonderful, boys. <laughs> I look forward to it, and, and get those Snuggies ready. Oh, we're yes, in. That's we're right. in. <laughs> thank you, sir. We'll talk to you later. All right, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. All right. To continue our holiday season show, we are going to be talking to one of our favorite guests. It's Del Shores. He's our favorite director, writer. I know. Um, and way entertaining. It's so like, funny. So great. So we're going to ask him of his favorite holiday season stories. I and know. And it was a good anything. excuse just to make him come back on the yeah. show. Yeah. I'm just going to say. Exactly. So, Del, our friend. How are, are you? Hey, hey. How are y'all? Ah, wonderful. How You're are back. you, kind sir? Uh, happy holidays. Everything's great. Everything's, you know, well... Well, everything's not. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, everything's yeah, not sure. Great, but we're doing the best we can. We right? are. We we're were doing. <laughs> it just means those of us that are loud just got to be louder. louder. So, and, and I know you true. are on board with that's that. That's true. I, always, I said. I said recently. I said the, the, the only g- good thing that came out of this election is my new movie is more timely than ever. <laughs> yeah. <So>. Exactly. <laughs> it's like if we have to find a silver listen. lining, at least we'll jump on the the box because we exactly got a lot of work right. to do. Exactly and we, right. yes, we do. listen. We we've been there. Before. scream loudly and make yeah. sure that what we 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 have is not lost exactly and right we still need more yep. so there exactly. we go and what's more important that we have been saying a lot on the show is to come together remember we love each other and unite and mm-hmm. that can be holidays can be a little rough but sometimes we it's an opportunity that we can find that closeness that we need that love. which is what I love to talk about this time of year, and which is why we've invited you on to say, so tell us in this rough time, it's good to remember the good times. What are some of your favorite holiday memories? Well, I have a couple of really oh, good, great good. ones. When I was a kid, you uh-huh. know, as most people know, my mother 
was such a huge influence in my life. Uh, she was my drama teacher, and she was Latrell in yes. uh, Sorted Lives, and uh, she was a big practical joker. Oh. And the one thing about me with Christmas, about anything, is I have to know things. And so <laughs> when I was a kid, I would always unwrap all of my gifts and wrap them back up in the middle of the night. <laughs> and so I wow. would know exactly what was <laughs> yeah. in what I was getting. I love that. <laughs> and this one year, I uh, there was this huge box that appeared, and I had asked for a... No, <laughs> I know this is just... <laughs> the, the best gay little boy's uh, request for a gift. I wanted a toy poodle. <laughs> that's perfect. Yes, I wanted that's a toy poodle. Brilliant. Uh, and this huge box appeared sure. a few days before sure. Christmas. Huge box okay. under the tree. And so I get up at like, you know, three in the morning and I unwrap it very carefully <laughs> and I get into the box and it's just full of newspapers and this note that said, I know what you do, and you're getting nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. That so is then awesome. I had to, of course, wrap it back up and pretend I didn't do what I did. <laughs> and I was just so upset for oh days, just days. I couldn't. And we always did, uh, you know, we did Christmas yeah. uh, Eve. It was the evening that we did our gifts. Uh-huh. And so we gathered around, and we all uh, were uh, we all w- were in another room. And when we walked in, there was a toy poodle named Mitzi Aww. tied to the Christmas tree. <laughs> so That's that, that was is, my child, that, my child, um, uh, wonderful Christmas that story. Is, I love that you go back and rewrap it as if they won't know. Right? There's no way. Well, <laughs> I, they, no, no clue. This no, is my the other one thing. that I love is because I'm yeah. a dad and I love Christmas yeah, sure. with my girls. I still. You know, my my daughters are twenty, they're twenty four and twenty seven now. Oh wow! But uh, I just uh, loved as the fantasy and the 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 Santa Claus, and I remember. Mm-hmm that uh, my good friend George Clinton's very smart girl, uh, Jessica, who is the same age as my daughter Rebecca, had told her at about three or four years old that there was no Santa Claus. <gasps> and Aww. she was so devastated, and I was trying to convince her, her that it was, and she was just quizzing me in a way that was really almost impossible. And that night, our neighbor had gotten our other neighbor to dress up as Santa Claus, Aww. And deliver presents to across the street. Oh wow! And I woke her up, and we peeked through the curtain, and so I got like, you know, three more good years yeah. <laughs> <Santa Claus laughs> because of that moment. Uh, oh, that's amazing! So Even I think Boris moment. is dead now. Yeah. He passed oh. away, but he was he was the neighbor dressed up oh, like Santa Claus. Sweet. See, and, like like all good parents, you you help keep magic alive. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> You know, magic or a good lie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, isn't it it's all the in same the, thing, really. It's all in the angle, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, right. I also have to say that I think you had to know you were destined to be an actor because I'm thinking about the next morning after you, you know, at Christmas, after yeah. you have redone all the <laughs> presents that you know and how you have to give your best performance oh. as if you didn't know at all what yeah. they were. Oh, you should have known. Oh, my God. It was it was almost <laughs> impossible. But, yes, I, I, I put it on and, oh, you know, forged on. Oh. I love that. See, and, and hey, it's paid off for the rest of us yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. In life. Yeah. Oh so, boy. So now, I do love. I love. I love the um, the the spirit of Christmas. Yes, I love. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm no longer. Yeah. Um, a, uh, 
Christian, but mm-hmm. sure. I do love the the holiday season. No, yeah, I love so, all that it stands for. Exactly. You know, it's, in, it's in terms of uh, goodwill towards men, I really do. I yeah. see. I I'm with you on that. Yeah. I totally there's there's so much relate. to celebrate now. Now the big thing about Christmas, I think, is that starting uh, the day after Thanksgiving, or maybe even Halloween at this point, I was say, yeah. um, Christmas music is on and it's yeah, even on the radio twenty four seven. Holiday music is everywhere. What is your favorite holiday song, Dylan? We'll play it right now. Well, I love a holy night. Oh, and, um, I like I like it because it takes me back. My daddy was a Southern Baptist preacher, and there was always that excruciating soloist to yes. sing a little bit too high, but yeah, it, it yeah. worked with Oh Holy Night, because she Ex- could hit that note. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, later on, as I discovered uh, my my black divas, I, <laughs> I just <laughs> sometimes go from one version of Oh Holy Night to another, you know, from Patti LaBelle to yes. Aretha Franklin right. to oh, Whitney, right. and, and I love, love, love Mariah's. So yeah, and that, I love Mariah's Christmas album. It's my very favorite. So I'm the working first thing on I play that. every single season. Oh, then we're gonna play her version because yeah, I love I think so. that. And also in church, I was that uh, crazy person <laughs> singing "A Holy Night" at the front. <laughs> oh, you were the tenor. Yeah. I was because my daddy. My daddy's <laughs> like preacher son. You have to get up there. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, but but I go. learned to do it like a diva, so it was okay. <laughs> and you know, of course, being gay, I just love the. Fall on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> I know that is like that little tongue in cheek. You know, it gives new meaning. So uh, <laughs> it, it, it completes. It right. does complete. It does complete. I'll tell you. Well, That's thank you perfect. so much for spending some time oh, in the boy. holidays with the boys. We're in our little snuggies right now. So it's all right. Know, this awesome. Is how to do it. Well, happy holidays to y'all. And holidays. Uh, here's to an amazing 2017. Yes. May it all get great. Right. Yes. Hey, we got the power, mm-hmm. so we will make right. it. <laughs> thank you, sir. You have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people, regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. Outspoken receives support from Instant Sign Factory, celebrating 25 years serving the Inland Northwest's indoor and outdoor sign needs. More information at 1-877-778-7446 and online at instantsignfactory.com. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. I feel like we just get Christmas presents all through this show. We really do. We do. And it's a lot of fun to have surprise callers and to talk to people that we haven't talked to, some for a year, some for just a few months. But uh, it is a great pleasure to bring back the legend himself, the writer, (laughs) the actor, the brains behind such things as Hollywood Squares and the Oscars. It's... 
Bruce Valanche. Bruce. <laughs> hey, I've never heard of brains and Hollywood squares in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's like I always think about Dolly Parton where she's like, when she talks about how she looks, it takes, you know, a whole lot of class to look that trashy. You know, it's the That's same right. kind of concept. You, know, exactly you have to be right. You have to be that it's brilliant. Very hard. See? <laughs> very hard to, to make us to make people look as pinheady as we do. Uh, uh, I know. <laughs> we do that on a daily basis. That's right. We That's feel right. your pain. <laughs> it's your forte. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> well, sir, you are so great for coming on our holiday show and talking well, to us again. <laughs> Happy holidays. Right. Right. All of that. Um, I, I have celebrate to say- everything. You know, I, I'm <laughs> Jewish, and so when I grew up. We had Jewish holidays, which right. we still have. But it was it set a template. I think if we can take off Jewish holidays, and people would say, you're so lucky you get to take them off. I said, I'll take off your holiday. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> so I take off Kwanzaa. I exactly. take off Ramadan. I don't. <laughs> it was an excuse not to work. You got me. I think that's brilliant. And I, Let's and do I it. invite you to join me on Yom Kippur and oh. all the days that you know, we take off. We are there. I am there I for you. I want to do sir. that. <laughs> now, before we get into some wonderful holiday memories, I do have to ask you uh, an opinion. What? Yes. yes, which is, you know, Hairspray just did their live Hairspray on TV. You, having they been in the show, did. I want to know what you thought. Well, you know, I'm the wrong person to ask because I did it 800 times live <laughs> right. uh, on Broadway and on the road. So yeah. uh, it, was, it was a weird hybrid. I mean, yeah. I was looking at all those wonderful uh, dialogue scenes that were being played like soap opera. Right. Yes. There was no audience and everything felt airless. And I felt, I felt sorry for Harvey who had to play all that material for the first time ever with no audience, no right. laughs, nothing. Yeah. So it was, it, for me, it was kind of strange to watch all that. On the other hand, it was fabulous to mm. see Jerry Mitchell's original choreography, oh my um, gosh. you know, which was not in the movie, nope. to see it uh, recreated. That was fantastic because you saw how good it was. Oh yeah, and uh, and and you know, Kristen Chenoweth was just genius. I mean, uh, she always. really she really took that part and, and vaulted with it. <laughs> yes. I agree. So, but you know, I feel I had a good you. I'm watching it. I mean, it's it, it. I don't know if anybody remembers what it's about because they had so much other stuff going on. I mean, they had Darren, Chris running around tailgate mm-hmm. parties. It was. Which a... I personally could watch for quite some time, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with hairspray. Right. I have to agree with you. And I would say, even anybody who has never seen the show live, anybody who's been in theater, you know, you do feel. You talk about the lack of air. You know, you you really do feel. I have to say, everybody was great with what they had, but yeah. I I was I was a little bit sad at certain parts, so I, I'm with you. But I had to know what you thought. Had to. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I'm now on the record. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You're stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> so, Bruce, we have you on uh, talking about holidays. What are some of your favorite um, holiday memories? Whether it's from Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, right. um, your own made up, whatever. Oh my God. What's the best Well, you one? know, uh, they're all theater. I mean, when I was a kid, I grew up in, in uh, New Jersey, which is near New York, <laughs> just across the bridge. <laughs> and so uh, Thanksgiving was my favorite because we would uh, we would go in to the Macy's Parade yeah. and watch that and then go to see a matinee. It was just, you know, oh. it was like the Macy's Parade. If you watch it on TV, the first hour of the Macy's Parade is the Tony Awards picnic. Yeah. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They set up cameras in Herald Square, but the parade is not there yet. No. Right. So they have to wait an hour for the parade to get there. So they stage numbers from Broadway shows. Right. And you get to watch all these dancers uh, suffering through lip syncing in 
freezing weather on concrete. <laughs> yes, and oh, great idea. It's the Schadenfreude show because <laughs> you're not there having to do that, but uh, it's it's great fun to watch. So that was you know those those kinds of rituals. I mean, I don't have uh, I have you know many. I, I like to you know, avoid holidays. I mean, it's uh, oh, I'm I'm with uh, you. You know, any kind of any kind of forced gaiety makes me yeah. crazy. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes. I am you know unforced gaiety on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> so forced, you know, and, and when you try and perform on New Year's Eve to a lot of people who are paying a lot of money and they're there because they that's what you that's what you do, like the yeah. guy says in the commercial. When you're a person, that's what you do. Yes, uh, you have to go out and celebrate New Year's Eve, Ugh. and uh, everybody's waiting for midnight so they can kiss somebody and then go home. Exactly. I try to um, find a cave. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, I mean, I'll take the holiday off, but basically, it's so I can do what I want to do. And yes, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> you know, as Patton Oswalt, the comedian, says, the best part about having deaf is you get to sleep until you wake up. But you don't have an alarm. <laughs> you don't have right. none of that. Uh-huh. Except if you know, if you're participating in holiday rituals, then you're uh-huh. on uh, uh, you're yes. on a NASA launch schedule. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! You know, if if you're cooking or yeah, if you're doing right? any yeah. of that, entertaining or any of that, or even you know, traveling, it's mm-hmm. all um, uh, you keep waiting for that moment where you can take a deep breath, but that doesn't happen because you. <laughs> It's kind of like you know when you get married. I yeah. mean, and you you throw yourself into that ritual, mm-hmm. and uh, That's true. and it takes days to sink in because you've been so busy going through the steps. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am right there with you, sir. I love it. This warm holiday memories with yeah. the boys and Bruce Valanche. <laughs> but it's true. Warm memories of, of avoiding holidays. Yeah, <laughs> which is reality. It's a game memories. every year. Reality memories. Right. Yeah. But is there something? So the other thing we like to ask all of our, our lovely guests who are coming back on. Not only are these these great, you know, holiday time of year stories, but is there anything on the radio? That or music that reminds you of this time of year that you enjoy that you like. Oh well, I get a, a huge kick of uh, out of Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> I get a lot of kicks because I, that. you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm in the comedy business, and so uh, you get you get suffused with all this uh, hmm. peace on earth and goodwill, will toward men, you know, horse crap, right? And which everybody believes for a second, and they right. go on about their lives, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, I, so I like the comedy element of it. I like the idea of of, uh, of making fun of the fact that the, all this stuff is you're su- is supposed to gladden your heart. Exactly. But that's just me, the imp of the perverse. <laughs> but there are a couple of songs. I mean, that Charlie Brown Christmas song oh. is, uh, is instant, an uh, instant yeah. uh, holiday thing mm-hmm. because it combines that the the. the the all the Christmas uh, sounds, you know, the bells and right, yeah. and with the uh, a kind of a blue undertone, yeah. which is also there for everybody because uh, at, at some point throughout the the season, you just you begin to think of people who aren't around anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, you can't you know help but get the blues and uh, and maybe you're not with the people who you want to be with, right. and that song seems to encapsulate the whole thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. and it's well, and you know, I don't know if you know, there is this album I had as a kid that had Grandma got run over by reindeer, but it was also called A Twisted Christmas, and there were nine yeah. other amazing songs that were just truth. 
truth about the holidays. <laughs> and I feel like you and you and I can bond over that. <laughs> I think. I think. I mean, earlier on, you know, the the, uh, the the Judy Garland song "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" yeah. is uh, which was very sweet and plaintive from "Meet Me in St. Louis." Yeah. Um, uh, and it's again, it's that that same idea is that while all of this stuff is going on, while as Noel Coward said. Christmas is at our throats again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, my God. Everywhere, it's inescapable. Yeah. And, uh, and then, but it's actually, it comes out to have yourself a merry little, your own little Christmas is your own little Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It's this little private thing that you, that you, you, you make of it what you will. And, and for a lot of people, it's just getting through it. Yes. Oh my God! The survival aspect is so. I have real. a goal date on yep. the calendar. I know. Like when I when I lived in after. Chicago, yeah. it was um, uh, it was important to celebrate like crazy because right. it was followed immediately by January, yeah. which is the bleakest month. Mm-hmm. Right. And in Chicago, you know, bleak is really they know they do bleak. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 know how to do bleak weather in Chicago, yeah, yeah. and yes. so you know that the next couple of months are going to be a slog. So mm-hmm. people really go crazy. <laughs> they, <laughs> celebrate. Yeah. they go crazy having a good time because right. it probably will be the last one they have <laughs> until you know the, until the, the the groundhog sees his shadow. Right, right, right exactly. And then exactly. they still have to it's add the hibernation. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, that's probably why Chicago is such a great town yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they know what they're up against. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad I'm not in Chicago in in just a few weeks here. Uh, right. But Bruce, thank you so much for calling in. Um, hey, it's a treat. We we love hearing your voice and and yes. your story. So uh, yeah. and uh, and go listen holiday. to. Uh, Grandma got run over for a, yeah. by a reindeer because I we're going to be will, doing that for think, listeners. I will think of her running through the cascade. <laughs> yeah, that, do it, do it. We got the <laughs> snow. We're ready. Yeah. In your honor, oh. being chased by being chased by her alt right friends. Oh <laughs> yes, and th- there are so many of them that coming oh, out of the woods no. right now as we speak. I love I, it. Really, aren't they? But they're, it's great because now they're alt right, so they're you know right. They're, they're I mean, more legitimate. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> That's that's I where mean, we're that at. Not, it, that's not such a good thing. No, I'm Never. not going to go with that either. <laughs> it's it's this week's trend. <laughs> exactly. Well, Bruce, we're going to have all our listeners listen to your favorite Holly song, right. and then we're going to talk to you again in the new year. So thank you, sir. Okay. Okay, that have is. a great day. Take care. Bye. Have fun. And that, of course, was the great Bruce Valanche. Always fun. And I want to say something about the show so mm-hmm. far. Listen, we have something for everybody on here. Yeah, if we you do. love the holidays, hey, we got stories for you. And if you are more along the lines of us and Bruce, <laughs> we, yeah, we're, we are here to out. celebrate you mm-hmm. too. But from this day forward, I am going to celebrate every religious holiday that there is. No Honestly, matter what religion, do because it. what a brilliant man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, hey, there's more fun to come. Yeah. And 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 we are gonna be actually playing. Grandma got run over by a reindeer because that's so fun. I love it that. Is. That's his favorite I love song. It. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, eighty-eight point one and ninety-two point three FM. This is Outspoken. We are going to continue the great memories, the holiday memory show we've had on so many fun guests. And we want to bring on someone who impressed us a great deal when he was on our show to introduce his single, single Slow Down, uh, featured Ty Herndon. And uh, the the video is amazing, so if you, you need to review, go back. Do it right now. Go watch it. Go watch it. Put us on pause and then come back. Um, <laughs> and not... Not ba- I'm just going to say, not bad to look at for sure. So we wanted to welcome <laughs> him back. Brandon Stansel 
is back with the Outspoken Boys. Hello, Brandon, are you there? Hi. Hi, Hi. how are you? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes. Hey, you just, you you just got to call it. You just got to <laughs> right. call it. Well, you were you were on our show not that long ago with your absolutely beautiful song mm-hmm. that you had out, uh, Slow Down. And then I know that you've been a busy, busy man. So thank you so much for coming back to just share some holiday fun with the boys. Oh God, no! Of course, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. We love. We we've been kind of talking to a bunch of people, asking them their favorite holiday memories. So uh, now it's your turn. I want to know have been your favorite holiday memories, either as a child or an adult, or uh, maybe something that maybe just meant this a lot. Year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I, I used to be a um, I used to perform every Christmas uh, at a at in Nashville at um, Opryland okay. theme park, and I started when I was about six years old, and I actually just came from a little brunch from with a with a co performer of mine who she was twenty nine when I started, and I was six. Oh um, wow! We had <laughs> we got to have brunch together today. I see her from time to time, but uh, Opryland the theme park and the and the hotel that's in Nashville. I used to do these shows every Christmas, um, and I did them starting from the time that I was six all the way till I was about 12, 13 years old, wow. um, and it was kind of where I got my start in, in performing and singing and, and getting used to, uh, you know, being on stage, um, right. but it was always so special at Christmas time because it was just like, I don't know, like a child's dream. We, I did a, uh, I used to do a show in, in the park called A Gift for Santa, and there were like slides and trampolines <laughs> and like all these crazy things on stage. I want to go. Um, and it was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. So we used to do three shows every night. And then between shows, I used to just get yelled at because I would sneak out onto the stage and just start playing on all the all, all the trampolines and sliding down the slides. That's oh, you're that's all, yeah. you're not supposed to. But, uh, <laughs> of course, it, they're like it's set whatever. pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was uh, it was definitely like a little kid's dream. I always had a lot of fun. Um, you know, growing up there and uh, spending my Christmases there. So yeah, I mean, when Christmas rolls around, I can't, I can't help but to think of that time. Oh, see, that's amazing. Mm, that's so sweet. Uh, well, Brenda, what is your favorite holiday song? I think, I think that's another one we ask people. Yeah, I'm one of those weird people that yeah. love sad Christmas songs. I mean, <laughs> have yourself a merry little Christmas, even though people do like really up versions of it. They do, but um, they shouldn't. It's like, you know, it's such a sad song that, yeah. uh, you know, it's from me being St. Louis and I. Right. I just, that just like such a heart, you know, a tearjerker. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I love that. I love Dolly Parton's Hard Candy Christmas. <gasps> Casey Musgraves so just put out a, a new record. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the whole thing, and I and the song that I loved most is the song uh, that she co-wrote with Brandy Clark and Shane McAnally, and it's called "Christmas Makes Me Cry." And I was sitting there going, "What oh. is wrong with me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I only like the sad yeah. Christmas song?" But uh, my favorite, my favorite sad Christmas song is the song that um, Brandy Carlisle put out a few years ago mm-hmm. on a, um, a record for Hotel Cafe here in in California, here in Los Angeles. Um, and it's called uh, The Heartache Can Wait. And there's been a few people that have covered it since then, but um, God, her version of the song is is my all-time favorite. 
Oh, we still need to get you up to our neck of the woods. So keep that in mind. And we will make, we will be your favorite holiday memory from that day forward. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll bring, I'm, we'll bring I'm trampolines there. and everything. Yeah, we'll bring trampolines <laughs> and slides. It'll be fine. I can. I'm on pins and needles. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're going to play your favorite song for our listeners today. Brandon, thank you for taking another time of your life with the boys. We're going to stalk you until you come back again. Done. Please do. <laughs> right. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. And to continue our great show of holiday memories, we want to bring back uh, one of our favorite past guests. Uh, He's an actor, he is an artist, and he is uh, one of the most inspiring people I think we've talked to in recent months. We want to welcome Paolo Andino to the program. Paolo, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it, it feels like only yesterday, and we just need you on all the time. We're still I so know. inspired by you, sir. <laughs> How are you guys? We are fantastic. We are cold. <laughs> it, it, it's are snowing you? and cold out here. It's snowy and, and bitter cold. So, you know, oh welcome God. welcome to the Northwest. I went to see La La Land yesterday, <gasps> and the... The whole movie is set up into seasons, yeah. but uh, every season looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you like, know. She's wearing like a little sundress and he's in a t-shirt and it's like winter, <laughs> fall, <laughs> spring, summer. I, w- I wish that's what winter was like. I know. <laughs> let's, let's do that. No. Um, now, and so how is that? Let's just start there. So we, you're on our holiday memory show right now. And so what's it like? Like, did you grow up? With the four seasons, or were you always in a climate that stayed pretty much moderate and warm? Oh, God, warm? no, yeah. So I, I grew up, I was born in Miami, then grew up in Puerto Rico, okay. and then we moved to Virginia when I was eight <laughs> for about oh, a year, mm-hmm. and then went back to Miami. Yeah. So uh, until I was 24, there were no seasons. <laughs> and then I moved to Kansas City where I went to grad school, and, and that oh, yeah. was my first the first time I saw snow and and fall, right, and everybody right. was talking about the beautiful changing of the leaves, and I was oh, like, boy. the trees are dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's the saddest <laughs> month <laughs> ever. It took That's a couple great. of years to get, to sure. get the whole like, fall sure. vibe. <laughs> right? Was that the first time you saw snow during the, the Christmas season as well? Yeah. First yeah. time I saw snow, yeah, the whole, the whole <laughs> uh, yeah. fall, winter <laughs> thing. Yeah. And trees, I didn't know. Also didn't know that trees bloomed. Oh in, yeah. In <laughs> like, yeah. Like look at that tree full of flowers. <laughs> See that's because awesome. In Miami they don't do that. They don't they don't go dormant, they don't bloom again. <laughs> that's amazing. And up that's here funny. we have festivals yeah. around it because all yeah. of the trees in the northwest <laughs> do that. We have the cherry blossom trees, the apple blossom yeah. trees, the lilac trees. All so we just trees. name whole holidays yeah. after it up here because <laughs> Oh it's gosh, constantly it's, I mean, happening. it's pretty, but you know, then you get pretty. allergies and your and, nose is yeah, stuffed up. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> Who knew? Who I knew? Think we're going to do a state swap, and we're going to go down there <laughs> where it's nice and warm all year long, and you come up here for a year. That, that'll be fine. It'll be good. And then we'll just compare notes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Well, Paolo, one of the things we like to do with our guests uh, during this uh, holiday memory show is talk about what your favorite memory is of the holidays of growing up or maybe it's one in your adult life i mean we already learned last time you were on that you your biggest role ever is you play jesus 
So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been down. Right. There. You just can't I've top that. I've got a bottle of vodka in my hand right now. Oh boy, I love that. <laughs> I love it. What is one of your favorite memories of of the holidays? Well, okay, so uh, like I told you, my family is Cuban, so right. We do this this really very strange. This is gonna. This is where it gets really weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> we. We do this thing called, in, while we lived in Puerto Rico, it's called an asalto, and it means an assault. And oh. basically, <laughs> this is what you do. One family um, gets pots and pans and, like, wooden spoons okay. and things. I don't know where this they is go going. To another, <laughs> then they go to another person's house, and they stand outside, and they sing songs uh-huh. and beat on the pots and pans with the wooden spoons. <laughs> and basically, a Salt the other family awake. <laughs> wow. I love that with, it's... With, with, with song, though, so it's right. very, very island you know? Uh, that's great. It's such, and, such a violent tradition. Totally. And then they take that other family from their sleep in their pajamas and move on to another house. Oh, and wow. And then at the end of the night, you, you've got all these people, and, like, you cook at the unexpected person's oh my. house. That now but that I would that enjoy. Go with everything. <laughs> That's how. First of all, I like the that we end with food, so we're yeah, good. Right. We're good there. And then right. you know the, the beginning of the right. assalto. But basically, at the end, you just have the whole town is at your house. Yeah. But hey, as long as everybody's cooking me food, let's go. I'm okay with going to Jonathan's <laughs> house and, and doing and that. And we brought the pots and pans. There exactly. you go. Yeah. See utensils and everything. It's actually a very thoughtful tradition there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love and it. And then you sing a song that the song loosely translated goes, "Open the door for me. Um, ábreme la puerta que estoy en." Open the door for me because I'm out here on the street and people will think this is obscene or something like that. You know? People will think this is unseemly. That is awesome. I I could sing that song just in my everyday life. You do, yeah. yeah, I could see it. That's just that is the story of my life right now. But this year I'm actually doing a brand new tradition. Oh, Um, I told my family that I wasn't gonna be able to go. Me and my sister plotted this and I we told my family that I wasn't gonna be able to Mm -hmm. go. I mean, this year we've got family coming in from Venezuela and all over oh, the wow. all over the world, really just nice. Venezuela. Um, <laughs> and uh, she got uh, a Santa Claus suit. So I'm going. You know, we celebrate the 24th, Christmas Eve, Noche yeah, Buena. Nice, right? So we and we do like a whole. We roast a whole pig. Um, oh wow! It's pretty bloody. Um, so I I love your family. They're they're so visceral and <laughs> yeah, very very. Um, but we'll you know I've taken boyfriends before, uh-huh. and, and then I've heard them explain to their moms later. Like I was Christmas in Miami, and he's like, you know, they just spontaneously burst into song and dance, and I'm looking at him like, no, we don't. He's like, yes, you do. <laughs> so. And they so, assault anyway. you. They <laughs> assault your senses just out of nowhere. Uh, with love. With right. love. Right. <laughs> with love. So we told them that I wasn't going to get to go. And then she oh. rented slash bought forever because they were, I don't know, they were getting rid of the Santa Claus. So she bought it. Oh. And I'm going to go. I get there on the 24th, like around 6 o'clock. I'm going to go to a neighbor's house. 
Santa Claus suit is waiting for me, and then go to her house for Christmas oh. Eve and become. So, texting her yesterday, I was like, "Listen, I think we need to concept the Santa idea a little bit more." <laughs> uh, have a bag and give stuff away because I can't just be like, "Oh, oh, oh here I am," <laughs> you know, give me a drink. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Where's the vodka? So this is her- with people. Oh, are you there? I th- Wait, say that again. You cut out there for a minute. He says you can just merengue with people. Oh, yes. Do <laughs> the merengue, and I'm like, I don't even do the merengue. I could maybe do a little, a weak salsa at best. Right. <laughs> that will work. There you go. That we'll take that. We'll take that. Hey, you just got to throw, you know, as uh, the great Julia Roberts said in a film, you know, you got moves they ain't ever Mm -hmm. seen before. Mm -hmm. So you just got to do it. Just make it up. (laughs) Is that my best friend's wedding? Yes. Oh, awesome. (laughs) I love that you know that. That's one of my favorite lines. I love it. I use it. That was a great movie. It was. And I use it to pick up guys all the time. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it works, but <laughs> but I use it anyways. That's it. Well, Paolo, thank you so much for joining us and sharing what you find special about uh, holiday memories because we're we're just sipping cocoa in our onesies, enjoying the stories this whole show. So thank you for coming Me back. Too. Awesome. Well, we will have you back because we have too much fun when you're on. I said uh, we will have you back because we have too much fun when you're on. So we have to have. I know. I love you guys. Well, happy, happy holidays. Thank you, and happy holidays to you and yours. Have so much fun surprising your family. Let's talk in January. I'll tell you all about it. Oh, good. Perfect. We will. Great. It's a deal. (laughs) It's a deal. All right. Okay. Thank you, Paolo. Have a great day. You too. Bye. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Coming back on to talk to us about what some of their favorite holiday memories are. And I'm really excited to have on a gentleman we've only had on once before, and we're going to fix that. But actor, comedian, Hal Sparks. Welcome to the program. Hal, are you there? Yeah. (gasps) Hello. How are you, sir? You're like one of my favorite people ever. So thanks for coming back on. I'm one of my favorite people ever. I, too. So isn't that yeah. crazy? How does that work? You know, what, huh. you know what shows me is that you have great taste. I and think I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> something to great go into the holidays knowing really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know we have to own. We have to own ourselves. That's right. This own holiday. your power. <laughs> That's holiday season. Right. Or someone else will. I think is the. Um, you know, for, 1999. Yeah, See? I think that's yeah. a theme of things. That's <laughs> that's a theme it of certainly things. is. <laughs> well, so, how? Yeah. What? Let let let's begin by talking about. Uh, you know, this is our holiday show. What are some of your favorite holiday memories that you've had in your life? Um, that's it's tough to corral them down into a few, but I think <laughs> probably the one that's the most consistent is that on Christmas, my grandmother and uh, grandfather in Kentucky would have this tradition where my, my grandfather would write out these little cards and your last Christmas gift would be one of these cards in a uh, in an envelope, handwritten note from Santa that would say that would have a poem in it that was a clue and you would follow that clue to another place in the house or outside or in the like you might go out to the bird's house, it might be behind a painting or something, and then you would find another envelope. And there'd be about five or six of them as you followed this trail of evidence. 
having to figure stuff out. And then when you finally found the last one and the last clue, you would find your your biggest Christmas present. And wow. most of the time, yeah, most of the time it was either right back to under the Christmas tree, <laughs> um, which they, you know, uh, magically placed while you were out running around. <laughs> right, they were smart. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, or it would be on your, uh, you know, the, the bed in the room you were sleeping in at their house. Oh, wow. So you got up and you didn't even see it. It was under the bed the whole time or what have you. It was really amazing. And he and they were the, they were written personally for each. There's four grandkids. So he did a personal you know, treasure hunt for each one of us. So wow. I got I got two things to say about that. What a way to keep magic in the holidays for your that's for right. the kids because that's amazing. Secondly, I'm exhausted at the planning that I had to take. I'm or I'm tired for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, the the interesting thing is all they had to do was backdraft the you know the five cards or whatever. And the last one had to just be a clue about the room. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Hide all the presents. So it, you know, from a strategic standpoint, I'm sure it was very simple. But the poetry and the, right. oh, sure. you know, the creating kind of the riddle of it was That's right. really the, the prep. And it was uh, like I will, uh, you know, my whole life that will be, you know, one of the most magical memories I have of a, as a child of Christmas. You know, and now, you know, I have a five-year-old, so I get right. to like, recreate that kind of stuff. I was going to say the bar was set high. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Are you as magical a dad? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the great thing is, you know, my son at being five, he's just now entering the age where he understands enough and is able to um, participate in that kind of stuff. I think my grandfather started that when we were seven or eight. Oh wow! You know, and uh, and and you know, my my son is definitely prepped and ready for that kind <laughs> of a thing. And so this that. Christmas, when we go to his grandparents' house, you know, my mm. my parents, my dad's house. Um, we're gonna set that whole thing up so he can run around and that's amazing with, with one of his cousins, and they'll each have a challenge and they'll be related. <gasps> I'm excited to do it. Actually, that sounds amazing. Can we? I, can we I just know. come over? We're and just do gonna that? go to Hal Sparks <laughs> <Yeah>. Christmas. <laughs> that's the Christmas miracle that it is, and we softly as it, as he finds his present. I mean, I can't. I think it's just as good for the adult, right? You know, as it is for the kids, because the kids, it's a little treasure hunt. But as an adult, you're sitting there watching these kids just right. run around with wonder in their eyes and their hearts. And you're, it, it's, you know, when when you have a little one like that, it's it's amazing to watch it exist, you know. Yeah. And you feel very protective of it. And you're, right. and you're glad to shepherd it wherever you can. Yeah, and I feel like, boy, if nothing gives you hope and faith, it's mm-hmm. watching that wonder in, in children's eyes. Yeah. It reminds you that there's always hope. That's right. Oh, yeah. There is. Oh, so I, you know, and and kids are are you know are being born right now or are, you know growing up right now, um, and as tough as things you know clearly are, and we are looking down the barrel of them being for maybe the next uh, right. What do you think he'll quit in about three years? Right, he'll, right. He'll just right. tap out. To the right. I actually think yes, and I'm hoping it's sooner, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> three months. <laughs> hopefully, a lot of work. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> Over for me, you guys hate him, so it probably won't. Oh um, God! And so, uh, but I do think you know it reminds us that like we we're able to you know protect and project for children you know a uh, a 
sort of safety net emotionally, right. no matter what's right. going on. If people can do it during the World War Two, right? You yes. know, yes. In the, you know, in London while it's being bombed, I think mm-hmm. we can handle it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. We yeah. have to handle it. I mean, I that's, agree. Uh, you have to keep that hope. I have to say, thanks to House Sparks for continuing to remind me why you're my favorite person. That is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I love you. it. Right. That's all it can be ever. Yeah. <laughs> Now, how? What? Wh- before we let you go here, what is your favorite Christmas tune or to holiday, listen to, or, or holiday yeah. tune um, to put on this time of year? Oh, I, I'm a big Burl Ives fan because oh, he was nice. he was so claymated during the holidays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Growing up. There were so many versions of him, you know, and, and telling either a Christmas story or you know about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. All those old bizarre claymation yes. things we watched as kids. And Holly Jolly Christmas is one of the uh, the that. most like happy sort of silly mm-hmm. uh, songs you'd hear at the mall. You know, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it is. You know what I mean? There was a certain, you know, obviously Silent Night and White Christmas and and all, you know, and Elvis's Blue Christmas. All right, have a kind of melancholy yes feel during the holidays that are lovely. But Holly Jolly Christmas is one of those like. Nobody sings that. Where does this song come from? And yet I hear it every year. Exactly. And honestly, and it comes from a man who you know was mistaken for Santa like so many times. So, (laughs) you know, it was perfect because it's like Santa is singing you the song. My grandfather was was Santa for for Cincinnati, Ohio for something like 20 years. Wow. He was in the parade every year. He was, you know, he was like the... City, Chris, you know, Santa. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And live with that beard year-round and all that kind of stuff. So that was a family thing for us. So <laughs> when I watched those specials, I would, I would see a little claymation guy that looked uh. quite a lot like my own grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, just keeping yeah. it's just keeping the tradition alive. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, then we thank you so much for spending time again with the Outspoken Boys, and we're gonna play for our listeners House Sparks' favorite song for this time of year, Burr Lives. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Thank you, sir. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Bye. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. So, what better way to continue sharing holiday memories with some of our favorite guests from the past than to ask the queen of all drag queens herself. We welcome Sherry Vine back to... Outspoken. How are you, Sherry? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Oh, Thank you so much for doing this holiday memories show. It's so, uh, it's very, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's a throwback to being a drag queen back in the 50s. I'm all for it. You know what? Then I'm the perfect one to call. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> well, you are always, you are always the perfect one to call. So, <laughs> so this I'm is I'm trying to remember works. my fondest holiday memories from the 50s. I <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear them. Let's hear them. From <laughs> the 50s. With, sure. with Marilyn Monroe. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that I did get the warning before I called about um, FCC. Yes. I was like, oh, didn't even think about that. I, and you know yeah. what? We don't think about it sometimes, and that's always bad for us. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we get in trouble. We so. might. We maybe <laughs> might get in trouble now and then. Sherry, so this is our holiday show 
This is where we, you know, Siri and I get to sit back in our little onesies and, you know, drink some hot chocolate with a little bit of Kahlua spiked in there. And, and just remember the things that we liked when we were younger or things that we have had in the past that are our favorite warm fuzzies uh, that we love so much. What is a great memory? Like, what are your traditions you do every year? Well, what I are wish the things I was there you love? drinking some hot chocolate Kahlua See? deliciousness right now. You fly on in. Um, we got some. It's funny, you know, I come from a, uh, well, it's kind of mixed, not uh-huh. like racially, but my dad is Jewish, so that whole mm-hmm. side of the family is Jewish. My mom's Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so I feel you. And that's right. That side of the family is very Christian. Sure. And um, my dad's side is Jewish, but they're all super cool. Awesome. And so I wasn't really raised with any religion because my parents weren't religious and decided to let their kids choose what they wanted to do sure, and believe wow. in. But yeah. Christmas was it actually still is really important time of the year for my family. It's the only I, I've never missed one Christmas in all these years with my uh, parents. Nice. And so it's this tradition of I usually fly in on Christmas Eve and the tree is sitting there bare and my mom's like, I know you've been exci- you're excited Aww. to decorate it. I'm like I don't know what makes you think that, but yes, okay. <laughs> and I decorate the tree, oh, and boy. and that's like something we do every. And it's like it's a very small family yeah, right yeah. now. It's just me and my parents, the three nice. of us. But we're always together, and it's just like playing games and laughing. And we always make jokes sure. like, "Oh, yeah. for this Christmas, we're going to watch." The producers. That's a nice Christmas holiday <laughs> yeah, movie. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you you can be. <laughs> so it's really important. And of course I mean growing up it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. It was just a really important time and I will always we celebrated Christmas and mm-hmm. not as a religious holiday, but just as, you know, holiday and do the presents and Right. And I my best memories really are sitting around in my pajamas watching um the Christmas specials that I was obsessed obsessed with like um and i liked grinch and all but oh, i was yeah. obsessed with the um oh, what are their names the kind of rudolph and yes. um the, the claymation ones, yeah yes and the heat miser had the greatest song yeah oh my god the best song right i'm mr heat miser i'm oh. mr hot <laughs> yeah watch <laughs> it every year that's that. That's yeah. tradition yeah. right there. That oh, right we, there. you know, we're good. I we pay it. for everything. I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Sherry, you get home, uh, you're with your family, and they you're, make you're, you're, decorate you're, the they tree. They make I you love decorate that. the tree. Oh. I hate decorating the tree, so I get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? I don't hate it. It's just kind of funny because I usually, <laughs> yeah. I work so hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. December is the, a great month for a drag queen because I work almost right. every night. Sure. So I get there, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> and it's just like, here you go. It's like, I mean, I don't have the heart to say, right. you could decorate it without me. <laughs> but um, once I start, then it kind of kicks in. Sure. Like, oh, this is really yeah. fun. And this year, I'm just going to do red light, you know, um, uh, wow. red decorations. Or I this year, it. oh, I'm just going to do white and gold. So oh, once I start, I, I kind of theme get it. I love it. it. I love theme trees. That's awesome. You get to no. drag that tree. Yeah, you, you do. do. You get to put <laughs> put eyelashes on it. There you go. So. Oh, that's my idea <laughs> this year. I'm in. And I my parents it. are 80, and they still insist on getting a real Christmas tree oh. and you know going out and getting it and sending it up. And then yeah. 
having to clean up and take it down and all of that. And I'm like, all right, good for you. They're, they're really fun. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, oh. Sherry, one of the other things we're doing with all of our amazing guests is, did you ever have like a song at Christmas time that you, or the holidays, that you loved so much when they finally started playing or that you make sure you play uh, for for your family and, and just yeah. to enjoy the, the year? <laughs> this, I don't know why. This literally just popped in my head <laughs> as you were saying that. I know it's kind of upset that the song Little Drummer Boy and Joan Jett does a version of that yes. that I am uh-huh. totally obsessed with. Mm-hmm. But I, in, I guess I was like a freshman in high school or something, and I just started doing choir and everything. And I would sit in my room and sing Oh Holy Night <gasps> Love it. at the top of my lungs Aww. until my dad would finally come up and just like, okay, we get it. <laughs> you want to sing, please. <laughs> <laughs> like you could make a career out of that like, later. You can't sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's great. Well, now you've totally <laughs> turned your whole life into yeah. being able to do what you want and sing all you want, and we well, support honey, I you. I would say that if I could really sing like a Broadway singer, I wouldn't be singing about poop. <laughs> <laughs> but then who would? I mean, come I'm, on. Someone, really someone's got to do it. Someone's got to. I'm, I'm Carol Burnett. I'm not, you know, Christina Aguilera. I'm Carol Burnett. I love it, and I am uh, a little bit of everyone. That's all rolled true. into That's one. You're all over the place, so it's good. <laughs> well, Sherry, thank you for coming on. Sherry, your your holiday dreams with the boys here. We are actually going to have to just go ahead and play two versions: uh, one of Oh Holy Night and. Little Drummer Boy by Joan Jett, because oh, we want to we wanna honor you. We thank you so much for being part of our history here at the show, and we wish you and your family an amazing holiday season. Thank you so much, sweetie, and I wish everybody a happy ho- and safe, healthy holiday also. Thank you. Definitely. Oh, thank thank you. you. You have a wonderful holiday. Thank you, darling. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Whoa, that was fun. <laughs> that, was, that was a blast. All those people, <laughs> a blast from our past. All those people Whoa, from this damn. year. Yeah, that, I think almost all of them were from this year sharing they, memories I with think us. So. I think so, actually. Wow. It was a lot of fun to catch up with each of them to hear what they love about the mm-hmm. holidays. Just let's just let's just marvel on um, Damon's story. Can we? <laughs> I think it does. It, I don't think I've laughed so much in this past hour. That first was so of all, has two hours. First of all, <laughs> oh, I want to say oh I bet there's some people out there who are sitting going, still thinking, did that happen? Yeah, <laughs> did that. I'm sorry. Oh he has God. set the bar high no, for what did. you can do at Christmas. I'm just saying. And I know you're following Sue. I am. That's I'm where you're running it. to. I'm, he's my favorite person. <laughs> and now I'm going to go do that next. So uh, I'll see y'all please. later. But yeah. enjoy your holidays. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then next next week, we actually do have a similar show. We're uh, looking at our favorite guests in the past uh, three year. Kinda, three years. years. And, um, looking at our recapping. favorite interviews ever mm-hmm. over the past mm-hmm. three years. And that's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be fun. And you get to hear some of the... The people we've got to speak to over yeah. the years. So it'll be great. So definitely tune in next week for that. And the boys will see you then. Bye.